Welcome to the podcast, From Our Home to Yours, with Nancy Campbell, founder and publisher of Above Rubies. It's where we learn to forgive in that home. Well, hello, ladies again. Now, today is so exciting for two reasons. One, this is our podcast number one. I can't believe it that we've got up to this. It's amazing. And uh, because that's special, I have Serene with me today. My daughter Serene, and I'm so excited because she is such a busy mom with all her children, her older children and her little ones and trim healthy mama. And if I can get her here on a podcast when she's always doing her own podcast, because I guess so many of you listen to the potty, the trim healthy mama potty, and they also do the unshow, which is another potty. So she's just pottied out. But she was so I ha- love potty. I oh, love podcasts. I That's... love talking. Oh good. And I love talking when I don't have to get dressed up. I to know. Talk. <laughs> Isn't I love podcasts for that reason. Oh goodness me, when I have to go and do a talk show and you've actually got to get dressed up yes. and put on your makeup. Oh, it's just so lovely to sit here and talk, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. It's yeah. amazing. You I love it. You have to wash your hair. It's awesome. <laughs> and well, everything sort of is happening here today. Now, we um send this podcast out every Tuesday morning to you, but it's actually Sunday that we're doing this and we had church here this morning. We have it in our uh, basement um, where um, it, it is our big Above Ruby's packaging room, but we use it for everything and all our social gatherings and for church. So we... Weddings, had, baby showers. Oh, absolutely everything. And uh, anyway, so we had that this morning and then fellowship meal, which we do every Sunday. And uh, then Nadia, um, she has been... Uh, filming in another room. Do they know who Nadia is? Well, Nadia Mutana, and uh, she does a YouTube called Loving Mothering. There you go. I wanted to plug Yes, yes. Awesome. And awesome. Uh, so she likes to catch anybody she can and interview them. So she's just been interviewing Evangeline and our friend Pam, who's here from Oregon. And they've been doing that in one room, and we're here podcasting in another room. So here we are out on the A hilltop. A bunch of loudmouth talkers is what we are. <laughs> yes, here we are just out on the hilltop. But Sending out our messages to the world. Yes. So anyway, a couple of podcasts ago, it was number 96, I was talking about the subject of how uh, taste is a food discerner. It, It discerns the food we eat physically, but the word that's used in the Bible is the same word that's used not only to taste food, but to discern, to discern whether something is right or wrong. Uh, You have to listen to that podcast if you didn't get to. But on that podcast, I remember telling you how that Serene has these very sharpened taste buds. She seems well, to know. I'm not know, blowing my own horn about but that. But I'm blowing it. Oh, okay. So you weren't blowing it. Okay. <laughs> but she can. I mean, I taste something and, oh, yeah, that's lovely. Or, oh, I hate not that. Not everybody may agree with me because I might taste a, a taste of Dunkin' Donut and think it's repulsive. 
Yes. People would think that's not very discerning of you. <laughs> well, I <laughs> know, but you do usually know what's in things. And um, so, and I was telling you about how she makes these ugly things at home for herself, doesn't put them in Trim Healthy Mama because they're filled oh, the with superfoods. But yes. I don't call them ugly things, they're my yuck yums. But we do, no, but we call our chocolate ugly chocolate. You call it ugly chocolate. I yes. call it ugly chocolate. But yuck yum is my term for anything that's so yucky yes. that it's teetering on the side of yummy at the end yes well actually the other night when we went over to your prayer meeting there were all the little children um Sally and remy and heavy and they were all trying to get into your yuck oh, they yum love it yeah it's delicious i know you should try it. it's actually in the table trim healthy table book yes but i think you put more things oh, in yes. what are some of the things you put in it that you wouldn't put in for anybody else. I think else. I was pretty descriptive in the book, but no, it's always a base of my double fermented raw kefir, which is so creamy and delicious and sour. But I just fill it with baobab and um, whatever um, berries, you know, maybe it's um, cranberries or raspberries, um, wild blueberries, uh, and I do that. And then I do maca and um, um, what else do I do? Um or uh, any kind of ashwagandha or matcha or any kind of superfood. I just throw on all the superfoods. Moringa, throw in that. It's just uh, just a hodgepodge of uh, turmeric. I love turmeric. Oh, Even yeah. raw turmeric root in there. Oh, yum. Not the powder, but like oh, the you'll get actual the root. I know. Oh, I love you. Just Delicious. How do you... Um, you I actually buy it like a paste. I've, I've thrown it now, in yes, like a ginger root before. you told me you found yeah, a paste at, at Walmart. Walmart. Yes. Tell me about it. I think um, maybe it was in the gluten-free section maybe, but it was a um, it was a paste that's already, be, but it was processed raw yes. and um, it's totally no preservatives, amazing stuff. So plug for that. I forget yes. what it was called. But it's amazing. I throw yeah. it in my yakums all the time. So now. what aisle is it? Oh, they oh, change the aisles anyway yeah. all the time. Doesn't that upset you? You go to get something, you know where it is, and then it's not there. You're They've right. changed the yeah. aisle. They just like to they go do around, it send purposefully, you around. Mom. Oh, I just know. for you. <laughs> just so they can send us around to buy other things. Yes. Um, but anyway, we have a special thing we're going to talk about today. It's a question that has come in, and I thought, oh, I'll wait till I can get Serene to talk about it. But before we do, um, I, I'd like to read you something. Sometimes I read you a poem. I'd like to read you some words from one of Serene's songs, because I think it, it totally personifies who she is. And also, it's the most That's beautiful... embarrassing doing it right next to me, though. <laughs> Anyway, and it's a beautiful description of motherhood. It's one of her uh, her songs from way back on there. Peace. Oh, that was the first um, first CD you did for mothers. I mean, Serene and Pearl were um, signed to a record company, but when they came home and began having all their children, uh, then they began to record songs, especially for mothers. And Peace All Over Me, well, that's just out of... You can't get it now, but you can go to my webpage, aboveruby's.org, and you can download it, and it's there for you. You would just so love it, and this song is called El Shaddai, and let me just read a little bit of it, because I love these words, and uh, Serene writes here, and it's speaking about God himself, deep Within your heart, you hold the source for everything that's tender, soft, 
and kind. To caress the world with warm affection, you thought of a mother. Beautiful design. And as I hold this baby in my arms, I'm like a picture of you. To nurture with your love is what you made me to do. I love those words, don't you? It reminds me. Yeah. It reminds me of the time we had um, my baby shower for solace. Yes. And you played the game. We do different games. And you played the game, um, you know, people read out a a stanza of a poem or a famous speech or something. We had to guess who it was. Yes. Well, people got these cards. No, we read them out or something. Yes. And who wrote this quote? And, yes, and, and I had all these different quotes, and then I'd pop in. Well, because it was my baby show, yeah. you decided to pop in something of mine, and we were yes. all guessing, and even I was guessing who it was. I had no idea. Oh, yes. And I'd I, written it so long ago, I didn't even I think it was wrote, me. It was that that you just read that last. Yes, some of it. Yeah, and I was just, like, as I hold I've this baby. I've heard that yes. before. Yes. That sounds familiar. I've heard that, but I, I didn't even realize. <laughs> no, so you funny. didn't even know it was you. I remember even putting in uh, a quote from Evangeline too, and, yes. and uh, nobody could guess uh-huh. that. It was quite fun. Yes, that's right. But, oh, I love those words. You can go and download that song. And how true it is when we are embracing our children and embracing motherhood, we are like a picture of God. We picture him because he is the source. Where does motherhood come from? We didn't make it up. It comes from God. He's put this innate anointing to nurture in us. And and as we do this, we're we're like a beautiful picture of him. I love that. Uh, Anyway, what is this question? Now, this person wrote in and asked, How do we keep the romance going in our marriage when we have a little baby and little toddlers all around and we feel so tired? Yes, I can remember those times. And, uh, you know, it can be very real. But I thought, well, I need to get a mother who's in that position to uh, help me answer that question because although Serene is maybe what you'd call... No, how could I ever in the whole of the world call you an older mother? You're only 43. (laughs) But some mothers think that they are older mothers when they're 43. Goodness me. I think I'm 17. I know. You only look like it. (laughs) And... um, but she still does. Yes, she she already has children who are married, and she is a grandmother. And but she still has little toddlers around, and uh, her little baby Solly is now two. But she's her baby, and you're still hoping for more. Oh aren't yeah, you? bring it on, God. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love presents. Yes. So it's hard to 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 not want another present. Yes. When you're a present lover, I love I love every time I have a baby. It's like opening it up and another gift. Like, what's it going to be? What personality will it be like? It's just so fun. Oh, fun, I know. Fun, and fun, and fun. that's the amazing thing when you look at your children, and, and how well some of them are very you know dark and and um, you know black hair and dark, and then you've had. Different ones Red pop heads out. And oh, little Vichy popped out. Oh, 
goodness me, I, I couldn't believe it when he was born because he's a redhead and freckle like me. But then Solly popped out oh, with her blue eyes and her little round face and yes. her personality that she <laughs> is. I mean, oh, how can you, how can ever, how can people not want another baby how can they deprive themselves of the most awesome it's gift like, you could ever get it's a gift of love right it's like love is born every yes. time it's a best friend for you it's just ah uh, yes yeah. and haven't you said every time that when you have a new baby not only are you filled with love for this little baby but you are renewed in love for mm. all your children even your older ones the whole Maybe. household gets blessed i believe yes. the whole um the the your maternal maternal instincts i think get renewed and everything yes. becomes i don't know i just i i start to to start to remember those older children when they were the baby and yes. and and i start to um i don't know just i feel like everybody gets a dose of that new fresh love that i have for the little baby they get they get the overflow exactly, of that as well because we have the hormones of prolactin and oxytocin flowing and 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 they not only flow out on the baby but on the whole family yes yes it's it's just god's just wonderful wonderful way and so okay well we need to perhaps look at this question and this goes into the question yes it can flow out on your husband as well yes you can yes. let that love flow out on your husband as well so so ask, ask a question mum, and then oh you already have really yes, said okay I yeah did. yes and uh, uh. I think one of the things, and I can remember because, you know, I'm having to remember now because I don't have toddlers around now, but I can remember when I had my first three and, and I had my first three in 17 months and uh, Wesley was only 17 months when the twins were born, unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. Back then we didn't have ultrasounds or anything <sighs> like that and, and I didn't have a clue. And out popped twins. And well, let me just tell you this yes. I just had a little thought yes you can still um imagine it in your head too even though you don't have the busyness of of little babies all through your house anymore but although i, I do quite i know often, oh i know i know, I know. but through the night and everything yeah not through the night um because you I, I see we fill our lives with something yes Unless we're people that just want to spend our lives, you know, just painting our nails and staying in the bath all day. Um, rarely do, can people afford that. We're going to fill our lives with something. So I believe we're always going to can have that excuse. Well, I'm just so exhausted uh, because, mum, you don't have the babies to get up to anymore, but you're up at four or five for mm -hmm. other reasons. Yes, OK, so I've noticed if, if I've had a little natural break um, between babies, just just so happens. Um, I'm filling my lives with a new hobby with, okay, mm. I'm going to take up painting again. Ooh, out comes the guitar exactly. and I'm up in the morning trying to come. So you fill your yes. life with something. Exactly. And, and so, and I'm looking at my older, older, um, now twenties, um, daughters that live in the home. Um, they're not married with children yet, but they're filling their lives. I have one of my daughters, um, works super hard. She has to be up at four in the morning. She is so busy and she's exhausted. She doesn't have children anymore. So I feel like sometimes it can be, hear my heart. I say this with compassion because I'm right there with you because I'm not even a scheduled person. So my babies are in my room. Okay, yeah. so I understand. I'm right in the trenches with you. But I feel like we have to take a step back and ask ourselves, am I, could I be using this as an excuse because 
as humans, we busy ourselves. So maybe we're exhausted with the children, but other people are exhausted with their job. True. If, um, you know, um, so other people are exhausted with um, huge projects or whatever. And so maybe it's not necessarily motherhood that's exhausting us. Maybe it's something that maybe we could just, uh, well, mum and I can look at it as we go along, things, practical things yes. we can do to preserve energy. Mm. But I really wanted to hit that on the nail at the beginning. Mm. It's not, let's not blame motherhood because it's that's like my true. daughter blaming the factory job she's working with. <laughs> but hey, it's, um, you know, it's something that that's, she's earning money, saving money for missions, but so, and there's blessings to motherhood, but it's not necessarily motherhood. I look at Pearl, you know, she's just not in that season, my sister Pearl, of, of having babies in her season. She's older now, but she is such a productive uh, um, woman. So she's not as busy with, with, with little ones, but she has just, she's doing so many incredible things because she just wants to, you, you want to fill your life, you right? You fill your you life. You don't want to be bored? That, no, no. Who wants to be bored? And so you do. You fill your life. And I think a lot of it is our attitude. Yes. yes. Now, I do remember those times feeling, you know, I, I do remember feeling very tired. But then I had to think of ways, okay, how can I still be fresh for my husband, you know? And so... I didn't always manage to do it very well, but I, I would try when, you know, get the children for a little nap after lunch, and I would try and have maybe have a little nap with them. You can do that if you take your baby to bed with you and just let your baby nurse while your toddler's having a I little... I think that's the key. I think yeah. that was the key for me. Yes. And I know I want um, people to hear me. I'm not like saying everybody is the same. Um, you, sometimes you can have a baby that is just... My babies have just loved to just nurse anywhere and lay down with me and nurse. But there can be some babies, I've started to realize, um, just even in our family, um, babies, not mine personally, but just um, young mothers that I know, that babies that are just not the comfort kind of nurses and they just are so enthralled and um, stimulated by, by distractions and things that they're just not those babies that just want to be held in an ergo. And, um, so, uh, but I feel like if your baby is prone to to want to have that kind of laying down, going to nap with you. That was my key, was yes. just using that time to rest and um, not making my baby sleep by itself and so I could go get a bunch no, of stuff done. No, no go lay down with the baby. That's a temptation. Yes. Oh, goodness me, because when you've got these little ones around you and you really, really, to get anything else done in the day is well nigh impossible. Possible. That's all you're doing. And you can think, oh, they're having a nap. Right, I can go and do those other things I want to. But you do them and then you're going to be exhausted for later in and, the and evening. And I feel like there's seasons that we need to realize yes. and not push ourselves to be the super mum. And, and I think communication is a big key. Communicating with your husband. Say, hey, listen, I would love to have a gorgeous dinner on the table for you. And I'd love to have the clean house. And, and I'd But, you know, I want to have energy for you. Mm -hmm. Um and, and put priorities down. Maybe your husband would way, way more rather a, a simple dinner and maybe the laundry not folded um, and, and you having energy for him. You can't do everything. No. And so maybe when you, when you have older children and then they can start helping out, hmm. um, you can start becoming more like bringing on the amazing meals and having the house a little bit more perfect. But maybe your husband would prefer a house that's like not always perfectly picked up, but a, a woman that's super excited that her husband is home and that she has preserved energy for him. Yes. 
I think that's right. It's having, it's your mindset and having the right priorities that we are wives. Yes, we're mothers, but we are wives. And God has created us to be one flesh. That's what marriage is. And, and, and it, was, it, became, it was first. Marriage was first yes. and then came the family. And yes. we're not diminishing the children, but we don't want that to be an idol in our lives to the point where the husbands go by the wayside. And, yes. and then on the other extent, you can go to the other balance where it's all about dates with the husband and you're leaving the babies every second yeah. night. No, I, I, That's I, wrong too. Yes, there's got to be I the think balance. Like, you know, it, it's amazing. Now, you managed to have a good sex life. Yeah, amazing. Yes, and you have your two babies in your room with you. Well, we just kicked out our four-year-old because just it's just a bit out, beyond. But he's been there right till Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he tries to come in all night and we like walk him back to his toddler bed. <laughs> but And you still have Solly. Well, he there. had a little bit of issues that we were having to deal with, um, some emotional issues. He's um, a special, beautiful individual and, and he, we just couldn't train him like the others. No. Um, and yeah. you still have Solly there at two years old. Yeah, she's in a little crib b- beside our bed but like totally connected and she's like escaping it all night coming into bed. But it wasn't long ago she was totally with us in the room. Yes, but so... I mean, sorry, in the bed. Yes. Yes. So, okay, but you still don't use that as an excuse. No, exactly. I mean, children sleep. And yes. um, and I, I, I feel like it's, it's like you said, mum, it's priorities. Um, for me, it's been preserving energy. It's saying, okay, I'm going to put a <clears throat> particular worth on the intimacy mm. in, my, in my marriage. It's more important than the laundry. It's more important than, um, you know, <laughs> this may sound terrible, but sometimes my babies will just get a rag bath and they won't have the full bath that night. They'll just get a mm. rag bath. If I'm that exhausted, I'm like, if this is going to take my excellently like perfecting the whole nighttime routine is that's going to take every skerrick of my energy where I can't have nighttime routine for my husband then it's like okay well they're just going to get a rag bag bath tonight and an extra kiss on their forehead and you know maybe they go to bed and it's you know it's not their perfectly matching pajamas yeah. But they got tucked in and they're healthy and happy. Ever seen yours no, they don't ever get in pajamas. pajamas. I'm trying to put a good face on it. But I preserve energy for yes. my husband. And I remember there was a lady. Um, I love that. Now, I think that's the key, ladies, those words. Preserving energy for your husband. If you don't think about it during the day, you're, you're going to let your energy be taken up on so many other things. And that's the other thing, thinking about it. Mm. It's not a, uh, a worldly thing. That is not a, an ungodly thing. It's a beautiful thing. And it, that's how a woman's uh, whole body is designed. We, um, well, that's how every human being is designed. We, we, our, our, our body follows our mind. Exactly. Uh, 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 but... Woman, I think, because we're a little bit more crockpotish than a man, I think we need to think about it. So if we're just thinking of laundry and to-do lists and errands and homeschooling and all this all day, we don't take one skerrick to think about our gorgeous husband and how much he means to us, then by the time he comes home, we're just not in the right frame of mind. No. And but, thinking about <clears throat> how, you know, he, he is most probably going to be wanting you. Now, that's another thing. We keep thinking of things. Yes, and that is not only maybe trying to have that little nap in the afternoon, but going to bed with your husband. There is another temptation because you've been so busy with the little ones and everything throughout the day. Oh, you get them to bed and then you've got me time. And you can think, oh, now I can do this and I can do that. And, and 
Your poor husband, he's gone to bed, but you're I'm not realizing up. that that me time really would be time with your husband because maybe you, um, it would be great to look into the fact of how healthy it is for you and how yes. healthy for your immune system and how healthy it is yes. for your, you psychologically, emotionally, and <clears throat> in so many ways, how phys um, physical intimacy inside of marriage is actually an incredible immune booster. It's an incredible, uh, it takes away headaches. You yes, know, it, 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 it's, it's a dopamine oh, rush. That, it takes away depression. Yes. And, and I also find that it's actually less exhausting to, to have, I don't think it's exhausting at all when, you have, when you've been thinking about it in the day and you've preserved mm. energy. I, I think it's a godly thing and I think you're all geared up for it and I think it's mm. fantastic because you're ready and you're excited. But say you, you, you weren't there and you didn't get geared up. I think it's more exhausting to say, oh, not tonight and start pushing him away and kind of like um, going through all of that little um, uncomfortable kind of conversations where mm. you're just trying to like move your foot over so it doesn't begin anything or whatever. <laughs> I feel like that's more exhausting because I find if yeah. I've ever done that, that I go to bed feeling guilty, feeling awful, you know, and I, I don't go to bed um, relaxed or, or feeling close to my husband. I go to feel bed knowing that I have not, You've deprived um, deprive my husband, and so and I don't go to bed feeling rested, and so I don't have a good sleep. No, and you. So that's more exhausting. It's better to just give, mm -hmm. give to your husband, serve him, and it doesn't have to be a big old like lipstick and high heels. It no. doesn't really have to take a million years. No, you know, yeah. maybe it can just be. A, I mean, so, I mean, I think it's beautiful to have. Um, mm celebration times but it doesn't yes. have to be a big old Every deal time. i think that's another thing too there were times of lengthy times and celebration times where you put aside specially but there's so many other times when they just okay it's just part of life yes this is just part of our life together because we're one exactly yes so i feel like that was a a, a big thing in my life too realizing it does not have to be this big thing where i have to be um, perfectly prepared like Esther, like in the Bible, you know, and soaked in milk and honey all day, you know, or or had to have had my hair washed or put on my mascara. Oops, you know, um, I've got a little bit of baby spew on my, my nightgown. Or something. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be. Um, I think sometimes in our, in our culture, we feel like we have to be Miss Perfect or Miss Beautiful. I just feel like willingness is beautiful. Yes. Offering your body is beautiful. Yes. Um, a willingness to serve and love. And um, it's, it's an act of selflessness, but it's actually giving back to you. It like is, I said. Because, you know, if you're depriving your husband, you're also depriving yourself of oxytocin and, and just that beautiful glory and, and that you're going to receive yourself exactly and then it's like you know i put on a huge meal for my um family on friday nights like a beautiful like i go i pull out all the stops and and i just cook all day and i'm so excited but you know for most of the part during the week i just you know throw soups together and it's just whole healthy hearty food but it's quick mm. and so i think that's like my married life i don't always feel like oh i have to you know, i have to 
preserve energy for a big old deal and you know like the dance and the whole thing and I have to be like you know like some Egyptian belly dancer and blah 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 no I just feel like no this is like mum said it's just part of life it's I just mean, you might do that on the odd occasion oh, on more than an odd occasion but that's because I'm into this whole thing it's exciting yeah. I mean you see the more that you do the exactly. more that you get an, an appetite and I feel like as women especially nursing mothers because nursing mothers have a different hormonal profile and the prolactin and the oxytocin they're like oxytocin is a love hormone and and it releases uh it's released during um marriage intimacy and nursing it's it's a connection hormone it's wonderful but um the sex hormones the estrogens they are dropped during that time Mm. but i've noticed when you think about your husband in a way and knowing that it's so godly and it's so it's so beautiful when you think about your husband those hormones they start turning on and it doesn't matter how many times you nurse I I've, I have totally rechanged my brain just by by my thought patterns in the day. Mm. Not just thinking about my to do list and all the things I have to get done, but thinking about my husband. I have beautiful dreamy days about it, and the nights are gorgeous, and I have all kinds of amazing energy because the hormones are where they should be. Yes. But it all starts in the mind. Absolutely. So so I've been nursing pretty much for mm-hmm. our whole married life. So. But I could have used it as an excuse. Hmm. Uh, And they've actually done scientific studies now where they've they've actually taken women who have lower hormones because of their season in life, but with their thought patterns, um, it's detectable changes. It's detectable changes um, even in in blood tests and it's detectable. So, ladies, so far, so far we've got two points that you've got to just get hold of. One, preserve energy and two, Think about your husband during the day. Think of intimacy with him. Dream about it. Yes. And and communication. So ask your husband, would you prefer, you know, like the the roast dinner every night? uh, Or would you like just... Can I just um, have more simple meals because I'm preserving energy for you? Oh, I think he might be all about it. You know, maybe maybe it's like, would you like me to, you know, have all the laundry folded or do you not care? Would you just rather me be available for you? Because I can't do everything, mm, good you know? Point. And so I feel like as women, we just try to do everything, but we have to set worth on intimacy I feel like more than nearly anything and it's exercise yeah. what us women sometimes I don't know if everybody but to me exercise has always been important and I like to tick that box but I've had to realize if I'm gonna have energy for to make my body beautiful for my husband but I'm not willing to give it away that's just totally wrong there's yeah. something perverted and weird about that rather just give your body away and and spend that energy for that than just on making something beautiful that I'm denying my husband and so preserve preserve energy even if it means you you don't go for your walk use energy with him because it actually is exercise yes that helps you to lose weight anyway yes so they have done with studies another question um oh but i do have to remind because you're going through the points yeah and it's a huge one and it was a huge one for me not thinking it has to be the big old ordeal every time. That's another one. Yes, exactly. Because that, that really was yes. what released me. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't have to save energy for this hour long, big, you know, <laughs> um, what is the, those famous uh, um, Valentine's, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this mm. huge thing. Maybe it's just the simplicity of marriage. Yes, if only we could get that. I love this quote that I read the other day from Matthew Henry, a commentator of the Bible. And I hadn't read it before. And he says, a man's children are pieces of himself, but his wife is himself. Mm -hmm. Don't you love that? That is beautiful. We are one. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's the fact. God created us to be one, a- and uh, I'm like I'm His and He's mine, and uh, so we're one together. Now, if we're one, how can we be defrauding one another? Mm-hmm. Which maybe before we even carry on, I should read just that scripture. You most probably all know it. It's good to read it again, and good to bring in a scripture. First uh, Corinthians seven. And uh, it says here, um, verse 2, Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence. Doesn't that sound so unromantic? Yeah. <laughs> That's King James Version. But, you know, what is really... need to get the Passion Translation on that one. <laughs> oh, I know, we should. <laughs> yes, we better look that one up. Yeah, look it up in the Passion. Uh, and likewise also the wife unto her husband. The wife has not power over her own body, but the husband. And likewise also the husband does not have power over his own body, but the wife. Defraud ye not one the other, except it be with consent for a time, that ye may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come together again, that Satan tempt you not for your incontinence incontinency. Oh, another big word from King James. Um, And that just means that you're not coming together. Now, the only excuse it gives there that if we're having a season of prayer and fasting, it doesn't say, Mm -hmm. do you Mm -hmm. notice it doesn't say, uh, you know, except for when you have a baby or little ones. It doesn't say Mm -hmm. that. It only gives that one thing. But I'd love to just tell you what that word defraud actually means now listen precious ladies because we need to be reminded it's the greek word aposterio and it means to deprive to despoil to make destitute to keep back by fraud to steal to rob to bereave Mm -hmm. now that's pretty powerful. It's powerful because I feel like, um, you know, some some maybe uh, us women in the church might think, oh, my husband's desire is a little bit yucky. Like, like why, why, are they, why are they thinking about that all the time? And why? But it's a godly thing. It's an awesome yes. thing. It's it's a beautiful thing. His desire for his wife is beautiful, and it's and and a good healthy desire should be. Um, should be there. I mean, yes. And, and in a marriage, it's not a not, weird thing. It's not like, no. oh, my, what's wrong with my husband's brain? No. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with the husband's brain when it's not that way? And then that's sad. And that's some situations some wives have to deal with. And then the the husbands, you know, um, they need to have compassion on them for that, and then get help with mm-hmm. hormones and everything. So because it can be, it can yes. be switched around. Especially and we want to have compassion. Women get older, or men get older. They right. can be lacking in hormones. Right. Sometimes that can be the problem. Right. But if it, for both husband and wife, if we're not thinking about it, if we're not dreaming about it, there's something wrong with yes, us. Yes, but, but the devil has tried to make us as Christians think. Well, it's it's not good to think. It's not very holy to think about. It's not very redeemed. Well, it very much is. Yes. Yes. Oh, do 
do you remember a dear friend of ours, Sally? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. She was the mother yes. of um, 16 Six, children, actually. Yes. She she couldn't nurse, remember, or properly or something. And she, she just, yes. yeah, back to back, she had many, many babies, 16 children. But she was such a peaceful, amazing mum. And I just remember yes. being at a wedding shower that she had come to. And all of us young mums were, I think I just had three children, all little at the time. And we were all just sitting in, in a circle, just talking, having some tea or something. She came up to us and she said, you know, uh, maybe we asked her advice. So what do you think, you know, because it was we were there for a wedding shower, so we're all about, you know, marriage and everything. And so we said, so what's your advice? And she said, if I could give you advice, she said, never be too tired for your husband. She mm. said, I made it my goal from the onset of my marriage. And this is a lady who had many, 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 many children. She said that I would never, ever say, oh, darling, I'm too tired tonight. Mm. She said, I preserved my energy and I, I never turned him away that's beautiful now that's another little it's point you can make a note of. never say no yeah. i mean i I've, that's a point that i've made in our marriage never say no because you are depriving and, and you think oh, i'm looking after myself i'm too tired or i'm this or i'm that but really you're not blessing yourself because in the end you always get blessed yourself. Yes, and it doesn't take long, time. even if you are exhausted and haven't been thinking about it and haven't been promoting the atmosphere in your brain. It doesn't take long for usually things to catch up. If you're yeah. very involved in your brain, yes. not thinking about the laundry during. Mm. <laughs> One more question. What do you think about, you know, should people make it certain times or just you know rely on that spontaneousness what do you think well you know I think that's uh, involved with the personality my personality is free spirit so I feel like throwing up when when I hear the word like scheduling you know I don't even know I, I don't even I don't even know about the word schedule for anything in my life so um so if you're the scheduled type I mean wonderful sounds fantastic but I I just feel like whatever works but but my just in, my just encouragement as a as a mum with still with with children in our bedroom and 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 young children um, still getting up through the night is that there's always a possibility. There's yes. All, yes. Now, I to love never that say, word. Yeah. I love that word. Always a possibility. Now I would for me, I I like now we actually do we have one special day of the week we yes. do schedule yes because we make that a point no matter what it's our special time yeah. but but that's just kind of okay like a foundation because we are always open for spontaneity and and goodness me it would be disgusting if we had a week where there was not more of our getting becoming right. together but we just love we have that beautiful special time that we put aside but that is just there but we are always open to spontaneity yeah. and that's why i believe it is important always to go to bed with your husband because you never know what's going to happen. Well, that doesn't happen with me know. and my husband. I think it's a beautiful thing to go to bed at the same time, but I'm an early, I go to bed early and my husband loves to stay up and because he has such a um, an exhausting job and he kind of has to depressurize all the responsibilities that he's had to do during the day. And we have all the teens in the house and they're all kind of hoo-haring and he loves to hoo-ha all around with them. And I'm just like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm going to bed with the baby. So, you know, I think everybody's different. Oh, but yes. that doesn't mean no. it's an impossibility either. No, because... I mean, it's either like, you know, come put me to bed, darling, and then you can go up. Or it's like, don't forget to wake me up and then be prepared yes, that... It's, exactly. It's, so. Be prepared that you... That um, if... 
if you don't want to have him put you to bed first, well, then you can be prepared to wake up. But it's always to be able to be available, I feel like. So, you know, we don't usually go to bed at the same time. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, we don't always either. But I like to because, but then again, I think it's good for just popping in that other thing for many wives who will use that time just to do oh, other yeah. things. And but the worth is not as... The worth of of being together and intimacy is, is so much more, uh, has so much more value than ticking off another list, you know, than, than folding the laundry or um, or, or checking homeschooling te yes. math tests. Yes. I mean, let them go by the way. <laughs> yes, you know? yes. Oh, yes. So anyway, thank you, Serena. Yeah, so women oh. sometimes, you know, they, they might like, oh, time you know for me i'll go get a massage or whatever you can really think about that as your time but you get your personal masseuse i know you know exactly oh. you get more than having a massage yeah exactly Goodness me that's far more so, exciting so you can can see oh. that as as just as as um as your time because yes, yes. You know, you somebody that's how adoring it's meant you. to be absolutely um, but anyway, thank you because I think you've just shared so much. Now, if it can happen in my mar mar marriage, it can happen in anyone's because we, like I said, are the total non-scheduled type. And, you know, I can put my baby to bed now, but she's two. But like up until then, I, I was so gung-ho with my first set, trained them all and also all wonderful. But I'm kind of a grandmother now and they're all kind of a bit naughty and untrained and I'm kind of like <laughs> all relaxed. Into my, I'm, I'm like, I'm sure they won't be doing that when they're 20. They'll be fine, you know. Like I, I'm, I haven't even started potty training my two-year-old. Oh, please don't write letters. But the point is, is that if I can still have a rocking marriage, you guys who are more scheduled and more... Um, yeah, with 14 children. Yes. Um, then it can happen for you. So yes. just basically, my point is, is there's no impossibilities. No, and and we've been talking about mothers with little ones, but then it, there's another whole realm of, of women who are getting older, getting into their sixties, seventies, and, and maybe eighties. And and uh, I I remember oh I remember hearing this, um, no I think I read it read it when I was a young mum, and. Uh, this young mother asked this 80-year-old woman, when, it is, when, is it, when will you be too old to have sex with your husband? And she said these amazing words, and I never forgot them. Well, dear, you'll have to ask someone older than me. <laughs> I love that. And I thought, oh, my, I wonder if that could be my testimony when I get older. Well, I haven't got too long to 80, so I think I'll have that testimony. That's great. Maybe I'll have to say, well, my dear, I think when I'm in my 90s and you ask me, I think you'll have to ask someone younger than me. <laughs> Somebody older, older, than, than, older than me. I mean, older than me. That's anyway, fantastic. Yes, and I so say to my husband all the time, it's a famous saying, I love the saying, grow old with me, darling. The best is yet to come. Yes. And I think that's what we would say in our marriage. God, you know, when Jesus made the water into wine, he kept the best wine until last. Well, that's what they said. Wow, they've kept the best wine till last. But that's what God always does. You know, and in every marriage, there's challenges, there's issues, there's things you've got to work through. So many give up today. 
and even in this area of intimacy in your marriage, but never give up. Just keep going. And because as you do and, and you're faithful, uh, God always brings out the best wine at the last. You think, oh, it couldn't get better than what I've got. Yes, it can. It gets better and better and better. Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, let's pray. Dear Father, we thank you. We praise you for the way you created us, your, your plan, even for marriage. It's beyond anything we could ever even dream about. That you could even think it up to, to uh, bring such glorious blessing into our oneness together. And Lord, you designed it. You, we can only say that you are so amazing. And I pray for every precious married woman today, young marries with their little babies and little ones around them, and even older women who kind of think they're getting old. Lord God, I pray that you will just Keep them, Father, in your perfect plan. Help them to see this is your plan for marriage. And while they're marriage, this is, this is what's meant to be happening. And, Lord, that you will bless them, bless their marriages. Oh, God, we pray that you will come into their marriages and do beautiful things in uh, both the wives and the husbands in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.